Hello and welcome to the Irish Fire Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Halton. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and financial independence enthusiast, sharing my financial freedom journey. Stay tuned and welcome aboard. It's great to be back on the airwaves and apologies for the extended break that I've took. I think it's been almost five or six weeks between recording the last episode, so apologies for the delay. I hope that this episode will actually give you a bit of an insight into why I ended up taking such a long break. As you probably recall in the last episode, I mentioned that I was officially moving into a semi-retired lifestyle. I'd ended up moving a little bit sooner than I'd planned, and I actually started working my uh, roughly between 10 and 15 hours a week from the end of November. And the first couple of weeks was quite interesting, because what I found was that even though I was now working as little as I had, I was still busy. I still wasn't fully relaxing. And I couldn't quite work it out. And the reason for today's episode is that I eventually reflected on why I still felt like I just didn't have enough time in the day. And it was something that I'd never really considered nor talked about on the podcast before. And so I'm delighted to be presenting the idea with you today. The realization came to me, actually, it was a a Saturday night uh, about a month ago. And I found myself in hot debate in one of the WhatsApp groups that I have. Now, I don't want to go into the specifics about what the group was about. And I woke up the next morning just feeling exhausted, like physically tired. Here I am, 35 years of age, realizing something for the first time that I'd spent the last 15 or 20 years trying to eliminate the amount of time that I spend working and constantly trying to free up time, but never actually giving any thought to the amount of energy that I put into various things. And this was quite a revelation. I realized for the first time that yes, time is a massive thing and giving yourself time freedom is a huge thing. But unless you're going to reduce the amount of energy that you're also using, it's actually not going to make much difference. You're still going to feel stressed out and you're still going to feel that sense of not having enough time. So the reason it's taking me so long between episodes is simply because I've been needing to learn how to actually relax properly and start focusing on thinking about my energy output as much as my time output. And so what has this got to do with financial independence? Well, here we are, the start of a new decade, 2020. What a time to be alive, really, when we think of it. And I think one of the things that I realized from this whole experience was that passion breeds energy. When you're passionate about something, it's easy to get energy from it. While negativity, negativity destroys it. We only have so much energy per day, so we need to make sure that we use it wisely. So in the same way that time is a constant, energy as well is also something that we need to be thinking about how we spend it. And I know a good few episodes back now, I had Alva Damon on the podcast, and I'm very good friends now with Alva. And I often talk to him about the fact that he loves his job and he's very happy going to his job and he finds it very low stress. 
And I never actually factored in. I'd always kind of given grief about it a little bit, saying, well, come on, surely you don't want to be there eight hours a day. But I know for him, his job doesn't, he doesn't spend a huge amount of energy on it. And so he's got all this energy when he gets home. And so he's happy going off to work for eight hours a day because he knows that he's storing up energy for when he gets home. And for me as a programmer, it's quite the opposite. Programming burns a lot, a lot of energy and it involves a lot of concentration. And so what I've found is even though I'm only working two, two and a half hours a day, I'm still not happy about doing it. It's like I'm not working eight hours a day anymore. I should be happy going off and doing the two and a half hours, exactly as I mentioned on the last episode about the Mexican fisherman. Yet here I am, still unhappy about going and doing the two and a half hour days. I know, first world problems, right? And so my goal for 2020 is to continue to work out how to eliminate that two and a half hours a day. It's still not enough because the energy that I'm putting into it is still too much. Right, like I said, first world problems. But this has been the realization that I've made. And there's been a few other changes that I'm making for 2020 at start of a new decade because I've realized that energy is a massive, massive part of early retirement and retirement in general. When it comes to the hockey business, I've started to step back a little bit on trying to make money from the hockey business. I've decided to focus instead on the financial trading aspects that I've been doing. And I've been doing a lot of research educating myself to get a lot better at the financial trading side. I've had some pretty good results recently, not good enough yet to be able to go full time with it. But my hope for 2020 is that I can eventually move into being a full time professional financial trader. So that's kind of my, I guess, fast route, not so much to early retirement, but at least giving me that kind of gap between now and 50 until I can access my pension. I've mentioned before that my company pension is a huge part of my retirement strategy. And given how tax efficient it is, I will continue to put as much as I can in the short term into that pension. Whilst using my short term portfolio or my immediate portfolio to hopefully give myself a steady return in the hope that I can eventually move to full time retirement, hopefully before I am 50. But for now, I'm stuck in the semi-retirement path, which is still great, and I'm still extremely grateful for where I've managed to get myself to. It is my journey, and it's been a real-time experience, so much so that I have had some comments recently from people on some of the first few episodes, and I think it's quite exciting when you look at that as a journey, a six-month journey, really, from a guy who started out the podcast really just not knowing what my plans were and had been sort of steadily saving and investing for an 18-month or so period, and then really starting to resonate on what this stuff actually means. Because it is great having a portfolio of 90-odd thousand, where it very much is an FU portfolio. But there is one other thing, and I think I should touch on it, because it's an extremely important part, and probably a part that I've underestimated when it comes to how I've managed to pull this off. And it's certainly something that I do want to touch on, in a future episode, which is that we live an extremely simple and frugal lifestyle, right? So myself, my wife, and our family, I've mentioned before, we live in an extremely small house, and we're actually over at a friend's house today. They recently bulldozed their house and put a fabulous new house in. I mean, geez, we couldn't help but be a little bit jealous on the one hand. But then when we actually reflected on it, 
we realized that that was putting them so far past the lifestyle that we have that they were probably an extra 20 years now away from having anything close to what we have now. And sort of having that ability now to go for walks during the day, I think one of the first things I did when I started my semi-retirement week was I went for a walk down uh, along the Shannon River and I took my two and a half year old out for the walk. It was in the middle of the day. It may have been a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And I didn't even listen. Normally I listen to podcasts or music or whatever. I didn't even do that. I just let the sound of nature go past and got to smell the roses, so to speak. It was an extremely slow walk, far slower than I would normally do, because frankly, I didn't have anything much to get back for. So I was able to very much just take my time, listen to nature and just observe. And it's amazing when you see the nice cars going past and the cars pulling into the nice houses. And yes, I don't know their situations. And there's a good chance that they've actually earned that money fair and square for what they've paid for. But there's equally as much chance that those people are living well outside of their means. And they are literally forced to continue to run around like headless chickens. And I think, yes, I do say a lot of extreme things on the podcast. And I've been known to say the odd thing, which, you know, not everybody would agree with. But I think the funny thing is, the more that I've reflected on the lifestyle that we're living now, the more I think that the way that we're living is actually the norm. And the way that society has developed into this rat race, consumerism might actually be the extreme. And maybe I'm actually not the odd one out. Maybe everybody else's. And like I said, this is somewhat far-fetched. But it's amazing that when you start living within your means, how suddenly you don't have to do something. You don't have to get up in the morning necessarily. When you're not working that 8, 10, 12 hour day, that it's okay to start work a little bit later that day. It's okay to have that extra lion. It's okay to stay up the night before because you know you don't have to get up the next day. So your entire lifestyle changes. And this comes back what I mentioned earlier about energy levels. When you don't have to do something, you don't have to put as much energy into something that perhaps you don't want to. Or perhaps you can put energy into something else instead. And the whole equation changes. So it's just something to think about. I am looking forward to releasing more episodes in 2020. I'm hoping to release roughly two episodes per month. I'm a big fan of trying to give quality over quantity and very much the path that I plan for the podcast is to continue sharing my journey as things unfold and as I discover more about the entire FIRE movement, particularly in that Irish context. As always, if you have any questions on this episode, reach out to me at michael at firepodcast.ie. Otherwise, I look forward to catching you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Here are a few ways you can support the show. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you're using Apple Podcasts, why not leave a review? Become a member at firepodcast.ie and get access to free resources to help on your FI journey. Thanks again for your continued support.